Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com unbiased. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. You're listening to FOMO Daily's Unbiased, a podcast about a rookie K-pop fan who wants to become an expert. I'm Sean, and each week my less rookie friend Anna will assign me a new artist to check out. I'll spend a week researching them on the internet, and then I'll bug Anna about it afterwards. Hey everyone, it's Sean, and welcome to FOMO Daily's Unbiased. This is Anna. Hey. Anna. So, girl. Uh, Anna signs me a new artist every week here on FOMO Daily's Unbiased, some K-pop artist, and I go home and I research it and I bug out, uh, burn all my computers because I use them so much, and then I come back and I ask Anna a bunch of questions about it. Sometimes I know more now because we're getting to that point. We're getting to that tipping point. Uh-huh. Anna, remind everyone who we're talking about this week. This week we are talking about IU. Bam, 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 bam. IU, super good. Mm. Hey, Anna. Mm-hmm. Scale from one to ten, where would you put yourself? I would say five. Five? That's yeah. decent. Yeah. Because IU's got like a lot of stuff going on. She does. She's, she's I was there in the beginning, thing. and then nowadays, but in some in the middle, it's a little blurry. If you know. I get, I get you. I chop you. I can tell you the years later. <laughs> well, yeah. well you, you can't see it, but she's twitching her eyebrows, oh, yeah. and it's really weird. All right, give us that sweet, 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 sweet IU info. All right, IU. Her real name is not IU. Her mm. real name is Yi Chien. Yi Chien. Mm-hmm. Yi mm. Chien. She was born on May 19th. Oh, no, May 16th, 1993. <laughs> Woo! Debuted in 2008. Her label is Loen Entertainment. And she is known for her work as a K pop artist, but also as an actress. Mm hmm. And she released her newest album in April. I think it was April 27th um, called Palette. Um, but before she released two singles, Through the Night and Can't Love You Anymore, which both achieved all kill. Mm-hmm. Also, she's also, we were talking about Egyo before. Mm-hmm. And IU is known, was known to be like Korea's little sister. She was like the national like little sister image for Korea. She hit popularity with a song called Chonna Good Day and it got it was it went, went skyrocketing. Bam boom yeah. to the moon. Yeah. Riddle me this. Mm-hmm. Here's what I know. Here's I'm gonna give you the basis of like where I'm at with IU. I really enjoy palette mm-hmm. and that's like all I just listened to that for like a week. Like that was it. Yeah. Um, her other stuff is very good. Like uh-huh. I think there was um Something about her being 23. Yeah. Which Cheshire. was a song she wrote in mm-hmm. its entirety. I researched a lot. Man, I was like, something about her music, it was clear to me that she wrote and had a lot of creative say in it. It's yeah. very like one mind. Like, yeah. it was all coming from her ideas. I'm, I really, really enjoy it. I don't really know much about her K drama stuff. I saw that that was what she was doing. Yeah. But I didn't know that. I learned a fun fact. One fact number one that the Korean National Police Force, she's an honorary member <laughs> because she did a bully campaign with them and mm. they gave her an honorary member. I don't know if she gets a gun, but 
I'm pretty sure she's. That's true. I don't think she gets a gun because in Korea does. they don't get guns. So nobody gets guns. <laughs> but maybe IU. Did we talk about that at a podcast? We did. We did. I'm a bad listener. And she's also one of the most profitable K. Uh, f- famous K people. What would they be? Entertainers. Famous yeah. entertainers. Oh yeah. And she makes a lot of money. Oh, I looked yeah. it up. Because I saw a bunch of commercials uh-huh. that she was doing, and like commercial revenue bring in is the big bank, money, and it's just her. Oh yeah. So I, that's what I know. Those are your first impressions, you would say. Did you see any of her old stuff? N- I listened to it. I didn't see it. Did you listen to Chonna Good Day? Yes. I'll be honest. I mostly listen to Palette. So you know how we watched it together, right? We the did. The first time. <gasps> so then I went I home because I tried to replay that here uh-huh. but then i went home and i watched it a couple more times Be and good. then yeah and then i noticed there's a lot of there's a lot of things she put in there that kind of refer back to like different parts of her life what? but um i gotta say the chonar that song that i'm talking about she refers to it in that song in the music video when she's wearing the like is it red dress yes it's like the red dress and she has the long black hair mm-hmm. the lyric she's saying is that she's She's reminiscing and she's like, oh, yeah, I also like the old stuff, too. She's talking about like she loves her short hair, mm. but she also likes thinking about her past and her long hair. And then it refers back to that time. And then that's why it's the karaoke. I think that's why it's the oh. karaoke because it's her past and like a previous song that got really big and she and was, was super popular the- for. And that was her signature look. look. Yeah. So on her performances, she would wear dresses like that. Wow. Yeah, and so I finally, I got it after the second time I watched mm-hmm. it because then I was like, oh, shoot, listening to the lyrics and watching it and finally, like, putting them together, piecing them together. Right. Ha, so, did, yeah. Did she always come off as unique as she feels right now? No. Because right now, not, I haven't heard anything that sounds like her in K-pop at all. Like, I love all these other artists, but they... You know, there's K-hip-hop yeah. is a big thing, and K, like, R&B is a big thing. I don't really know what... It's almost trip-hoppy. It's kind singer, of indie, songwriting. Too. Yeah, it's yeah. very indie. It's, yeah. she, so she hasn't always been that no. unique. And also, we haven't, like? we haven't listened or we haven't talked about any indie groups. Remember how I was talking about before? Yeah. There are a lot more. And even Crush was in the AOMG, I think Hoodie. Yeah. Hoodie um, and another girl that's not in AOMG... Their, their music style is very similar to IU's right mm, now. Okay. But um, yeah, when IU started, she was full on K-pop. But when she was discovered or she was auditioning on YouTube, there was like a famous clip, I think, of her playing the guitar and singing. So people knew that she could play the guitar and sing very well. Was that bef- Is that how she got discovered or is that before, like after she put this video out? I don't know exactly, but... I know that she auditioned for a lot of entertainment companies, mm. but she went with Loen where she could have more creative. I guess. Freedom? I guess. Is Loen big? Loen's big though. Big. Okay. I think I read somewhere that she was supposed to debut, or she thought she was supposed to debut as a group. Uh huh. And and she was supposed to be a trainee for two years, but they decided to release her as a solo artist after seven eight months of training. Wow, is that yeah? That seems fast. That is fast. Considering the leader from Twice has been in trainee since for ten years. Yeah, that seems but, fast. Yeah, but that it just showed that she was natural talent. Like mm. she she knew how to sing, and she was musically gifted, you know. But then 
when she debuted, it was very like cutesy, K-poppy. But during that time, that was the that trend. Was the thing. Yeah, I really thing. liked her cutesy stuff in the very beginning. Like she yeah. had a song called "Boo." I don't know if you heard it. Don't it's know like, that one. I don't want to sing it, but she sings very cute, high pitched. She does. Hands. She yeah. her voice is She's like it's basically bananas. you are you are my boo, but it's like nah, I can't do it. No. But yeah, I'm not gonna. Do it. That was great. It should have been you. Yeah, yeah, I really I really dig her voice. Her yeah. voice has a very breathy. Uh, I don't like drawing American or parallels, but that's what I know. Mm-hmm. It's almost Macy Grayish, but better than like clearer mm-hmm. and fuller than Macy Gray's. Mm-hmm. That very raspy, which I haven't heard. Most K-pop artists are clear, yeah, very clear tone, and yeah. maybe that's only on palette. It sounds like that, but there's a yeah. lot in the songs where it's this breathy. Yeah, it gives it that unique feel to it, and. I, I read that she wrote a lot of her own music mm-hmm. and I don't, I, it sounds to me that she has a lot of creative input. Do you know how much of it she does write? And if that's like, if that's unusual for, for her to have what feels like to me is an immense amount of creative input as somebody that writes music and works with people that are singer songwriters, it's all coming from a central place, yeah. which sounds like her. So does she write a lot of so it? So I know that she produced Cheshire, her album with 23, Three, mm-hmm. which is um, the album. previous album. Also a really good album. But also she got she got a lot of mixed reviews on that album. I don't want to go into. Well, yeah, um, I mean, if she started as a very commercial thing and then goes that way, of course that's what's gonna happen. But there was, it was more, it was more than just that. It was people found some of her lyrics offensive in that album, and so that's why Twenty Five talks a lot about. If you read the lyrics, it talks a lot about I like the way I am or I, and it's about her maturity. So I watched like a clip of her interview of this new album and she just wants to um I think she was conveying that she has grown up a lot and she kind of took a hiatus in music in music wise. Right. So she hasn't released any new music for 2 years mm-hmm. and then she released this album, but um it's a lot about, you know, that's why it's funny because as I watched Palette and I kept rewatching it, there's a lot of parallels between Palette and 23. And it's funny because she mentions her age again and so it like mirrors almost that. And in Palette, there's a, the Chesh- Cheshire cat, the cat from Alice in Wonderland. Fact. Right? And it, I think it, it's interesting because in 23, she's talking about how she's young. She can do kind of along the lines of she can do whatever she wants. She'll do and something. And that's what people found offensive. I, I'm not sure about that song. Damn scandals with Anatoma. Came real early this time <laughs> around, but um, it's kind of like Young Wild and Free kind of vibe, but Katie in a Perry. very like yeah. But um, Twenty Five is very. She wanted to produce. She said that she wanted to be very careful, and she wanted to produce music where people would react kindly to it, and so it's very more. Um, softer mm. but it's still conveying the message oh yeah some people like me some people don't but I like the way I am and she's it's it's the same message but less abrasive yeah in a way. yeah and I think it shows a lot of maturity too because I think a lot of people I mean we know or on YouTube especially there's a lot of reactions and there's theories behind music mm. videos but you know we can't ever really know if those are the real intentions so I can never say like that's what she that's what she meant right. in 23. You know, she was trying to be say like 
I'm the best or I can do whatever I want kind of thing. But yeah, she's just a lot more. She took a very neutral stance, I would say, in, in palette, but also in a way that shows maturity and Maybe that's why pose. it's called palette. Is she popular? Oh, she was super popular. And then on social media, it was released of a picture of her and a guy in bed, Super Junior. Uh, I remember that. Yeah, I remember this Dem yeah, scandal. Yeah. I don't know if it made it to air, but it was Dem scandal. Yeah. So then, was that before 23 or after? I think that was before 23. And then she dropped 23 and people were like, what? And yeah, then I think it might have been offensive in that she wasn't apologetic, as apologetic as... as she shouldn't be. Yeah, and Power I... Power to you, I, mean, I, you. Yeah. But then what's crazy and what pissed me off was that the guy didn't get as much crap as she did. That's what it always is, though. Yeah, and I was... That's what it... Ugh, gender biases... Yeah, but um. Oh, politics! How does it always come up when we're just talking I about K-pop? We're talking about this it's world. It's real life. It's real life. K-pop is a parallel to real life. But yeah, is she popular now though? Yeah. So it actually, seems she's this album. This has album been a resurgence for her. Exactly. I'm so into the album that I went down to K-town. Went down to K-town, which is if you're not from New York, it's one block, one city block of New York City that is all Korean. Food, Korean stores, Korean face care stuff, karaoke, karaoke's. It's lit. It's it's litty. But I went down there because at this point I feel good walking into that the store. Yeah, I used to you go can in go there. in confidently. I know we went to we went to BBQ Chicken last week. I'm proud of this. And then we walked by and I grabbed him and I was like, Sean, who are these people? And he was like, stared at them for a little bit because. Granted, though, their heads, they weren't all staring at the camera. They were yeah, just kind of, you know, you know, K-pop. They'd be looking in the corner. That, yeah. Looking he everywhere. Was, he was staring at it for a little bit. He was like, BTS. And I was like. And then he recognized the next people, which we haven't talked about yet. And it was GOT7. And I was like, nice. There's a store where they sell CDs and merchandise from BTS and GOT7. But before the show, I had no idea what any of it was. Mm-hmm. Not a single thing in there. Even when I got really into Jay Park, he was the only artist I knew in there. But I wanted—I legitimately wanted to go see if they had Palette because I really liked the album and I could listen to it on Spotify, but I kind of wanted to buy it. And I didn't because it was very expensive. But I'm saving up. <laughs> I'm really going to buy it because I want to know what it looks like. But it came in this really ornate box. It was... Oh, yeah. And then I, was, then I thought, oh, maybe that's because it's IU. She's so popular. This is a repackaging. So I went and tried to find everything you wanted. Jay Park. Uh, same thing. BTS was, they like, you could buy treasure chest. And I think like one <laughs> oh, of them was in yeah. it. <laughs> and, oh, yeah. And uh, is that how they are normally packaged? Mm-hmm. That's so smart because nobody buys physical CDs in America anyway. Nobody. Because there's no reason to because you could just get an MP3 and a CD jacket is mad dumb. Mm. But I've never wanted to purchase a physical. I buy records because... I'm a nerd, but outside of records, there's so hip. It's the audio quality of a record oh really is much superior to that of oh an MP3. Oh my gosh! Or a, what a snob! Um, but that's the only physical thing I buy yeah, anymore. Yeah, yeah. I Makes saw sense. that and I, I legit. Yeah. I saw the price and it was thirty-six bucks. But honestly, for what it looked like, that doesn't seem terrible. No. That's not a lot because you you buy a record for twenty now. 
yeah. you buy a record for 25 bucks and it's just the record and the the dumb sleeve that's going to break in three months this was like a box and i'm pretty sure there was a poster in it i'm going to go back and buy it are they there have are they always packaged like that yeah so that's a i think that's a asian pop asian music industry thing, thing. because okay. when i got into j-pop the same thing yeah, as if the beginning listeners know, that's the beginning of my introduction to Asian culture um, or appreciation for Asian culture and music-wise. I bought the D- I bought the DVDs, the concert DVDs, and the albums. And with the albums came pictures. Smart. And then friends, I and then friends bought me Tomangshinki, the group. A K-pop group DVD concert tour that came with the poster oh and I remember all the feels and then I got a Big Bang I remember getting my Big Bang and 21 albums wow and those were I still have them at home in a safe place but yeah. they they're they're big they came with a booklet sometimes they'll come with photo booklets too so they'll have it pictures like of the music video filming or yeah it's so smart because now I want to go out and buy a physical copy yeah. of this IU because it was stunning. It was, it was like it looked like a piece of art. Yeah, it looked like a piece of art, and then I wanted to see what was inside that piece of art, and then I went around and looked at all, of, like, uh, Jay Park stuff, obviously, and I saw Shiny's albums. I was like, this oh, is so yeah. cool. This is yeah. really smart. Do you have a favorite song? I'm gonna know all the songs. This isn't my favorite, but I found ending scene very funny because it sounds like the ending scene of a k-drama with a thousand freeze frames and, like <laughs> them looking at each other zooming and then the in same and then angle, angle and then no different angles but different the same angle, scene and then kfc's logo creeping yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what it because it's all about the product all placement. about that product uh, uh, uh. but um yeah so i love oh my gosh actually i really like this album but i like obviously palette palette top she, top two for me she created that the she music, did? yeah, really, and the oh, that's so that. good because that is a really. It's not my. F- it's it's up there, top three probably. It's so well constructed, and yeah. that gave it a lot of points with me. It's a really well written song. An ending scene is writ or the music is by a guy named Sam Kim, who is uh he's successful through a a survival show, <gasps> and he's from the states, so he actually has covers of American artists. Like I think he just or they just released on this youtube channel called dingo music that i really love dingo dingo oh gotta gotta dingo music it's so great they have this segment where they feed the k-pop artists soju and they sing while drinking it's the most hilarious thing ever i, I, I love have it. to watch it anyways hyuk oh who's in that song that you like that i also like can't love you anymore that's a great they song. wrote that song together yeah i'm i'm a i'm a human and there's another song uh, through the night. Mm-mm-mm. I like dear name. Oh, j- jump, 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 jam, 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 jam. jam I jam like jam, jam, jam too. Jam, jam's awesome because oh, uh, yeah. uh, okay, it's such a departure from the rest of the album because the chorus isn't like a hooky mm-hmm. sing along one. It's just this repeating pattern, and uh, it's very good. The whole album's good. Jam, jam is great because it's uh, it's a departure but still has the same aesthetic of the rest of the album yeah <sighs> i'm a big fan i also like dear name yes dear name does that is that like dear whoever like dear name or is it dear name or is it a dear name that's a good question 
Wow. Maybe someone so deep. Today. Also, now I'm seeing on my phone that it was released on April 21st, 2017. So, correct early corrections and omissions to you get, myself. You're mad at yourself. From, from me to me. To me to me. Dear April Anna, 21st. You're a joke. Love, Anna. Wow. This is bold. Musically, she's my favorite thing we've listened to. Mm. And that's oh. like, that's above Jay Park. Wow. I still like Jay Park more because he's like the king of swag. Like, yeah. he's the swag king. But musically speaking, she's definitely the, my favorite thing we've listened to so far. I don't know anything about her K-drama stuff. I just saw that because I, I researched. I'm doing a little bit more research every time, and they said that she has a shit ton of money. Yeah. I'm like, okay, so album sales are some of that. Then yeah. I saw commercials, and I saw she does real acting. What what has she done, and what has she been in? Do we do? We, I don't know. I don't know a single thing. So. I've watched actually. <gasps> Ooh. Yeah, her beginning stuff again. Um, Dream High. She was in You're the Best Isun Shin, which I heard of, but I never watched. Mm-hmm. And then I saw that she was in another drama called Bellamy. I've never heard of that one. But then she was in Producers, which is I have watched. Wasn't a big fan. She was a she was a mean character and I think I that I don't think she played that well. She probably she did, did, but I don't want to hate she her. She did, but it, it's funny because during that time she also was the year of uh, Cheshire Cat. So I think a lot of things went into play, but people are interesting and sort of deluded and probably saw her acting as her real personality. That's what I'm assuming. Got but it. anyways, so she was in that. And then recently she was in Moon Lovers, Scarlet Heart Rio. I was like, when this drama first came out, I was so confused because there's like 12 good looking guys and then there's one girl and IU it's IU and I was like what is this show so I watched it but it was I didn't like the, I personally didn't like the drama what was the plot were they all just trying to she time, she her? time travels perfect you know so the, you know the Korean dramas and they're love time traveling any the wackier it is yeah. like my love from the stars or gray, the mm-hmm. great doctor like the yeah. less sense it makes I'm like oh I'm bored yeah so she Basically, time travels and dates a bunch of people from different times. She time travels and then they're all brothers. They're the royal family and she gets oh. But then she has the same face as the girl that she's She goes back to the ancient oh, times in it's Korea. Like, like you like uh, when people it's find called, a picture of you and you look the same but you're 4 million years whatever. Or you're in a different person's body kind Got of. It. But or she has the same it's a, oh, reincarnation. Yeah, I didn't watch enough of it, but in the beginning, it's weird. She's she's adjusting to the new um, culture or whatever, but she slowly begins to learn. But then they also like her mm. better, her version now than her past self or her mm. the original her, um, because she's much more easygoing. She's very open because back then it was that difference between male and female was a lot more, right. especially during that time period Mm -hmm. so they think she's fun she can do a lot of weird things because she's like modern day girl but in a olden time so it's it has that appeal to it Mm -hmm. but also a a guy from exo is in it yeah he's actually my bias in exo but anyways so he's in it so that's why i watched it too but he's kind of a dorky character and he loves her like a lost puppy. And I was like, she's not giving you a chance, man. She's not going to do it. She's not. But then there are other really great, (gasps) there, there are serious veteran. There was a veteran actor who can also sing, but he was in it. And they're literally all famous, 
all of those guys, all of those brothers are all famous people. And then I use just like derpity derp. Super famous too. And so they just put a whole bunch of good looking people people together. Sounds great. But the the plot wasn't too enticing. It doesn't have to be. It doesn't. But I watched all the promo videos, the interviews. I was like, wow, I would love to be in that press conference and just stare and just look at them. Hi, yes. Can we take a question from you? Hi, my name is Anne. I'm just going to stare at you for five minutes. No, I don't need, I don't have a question. I'm just going to look at you. Oh man. Yeah. No, there's a lot of people A Pink, mm-hmm. the lead singer or the strongest vocal who I really love. She was in a super popular drama called Reply 1997. I don't know if you've heard of it. No. But it's so great. I I could go on and on talking about Korean dramas, but that's a good drama that you should watch. I watched that one. It's Is that a country role? I don't know. Wow, I haven't heard of Crunchyroll since junior high. That's the one I use. Nice. I use Crunchyroll, and then there's another one I use. Drama I Fever? Yeah, that's the other yeah, one. I use yeah. Drama Fever. I use Drama Fever more. There's also Korea On Demand. Crunchyroll has more animes. You know, Anna, I think no. we got to bring it home. Nope, we gotta nope, bring there's got to be more. That's it. We're going to end it here. I'm a huge IU fan. Humongous. I'm very, very happy, and thank you so much to whomever suggested that i don't remember and it was very timely i'll like hit you up if you got the twitter or something i'll send you a nice message it's it's this is i'm a big fan um don't forget to rate review and subscribe on itunes we're getting those itunes reviews Yay. all over the place we're of uh, soundcloud it, our soundcloud has changed soundcloud.com slash unbiased podcast we've moved where we are if you go to soundcloud.com slash fomo daily You'll find other podcasts and audio material from FOMO Daily. We're on the first episode of FOMO, FOMO After Di- Dark. FOMO Daily After Dark. It's really great. We talk about card, but if you're looking for us, soundcloud.com backslash unbiased podcast. That's where all of our new stuff and all the stuff going forward is going to be. So check it out there. Yes. Uh, and I'm going to throw it over to Anna for corrections and omissions. All right. So for corrections and omissions this week, we have C- Cassie Prophet who says that D is not for Dark Joker. It is for Hidden Member. Joker is represented by R in both. Both Somin and Ju are Jokers, and the D is in Hidden instead of the R standing for Color Joker and D standing for Dark Joker. Thank you, Cassie Prophet, for clearing that up for us. I read it somewhere, and I can't remember where, but now I know that that information was false. So thank you, Cassie Prophet. I love reading... I love how active you are yeah. on our podcast, and I look forward to reading your comments. Mm. Yeah. Tis true. Before we get to suggestions, it's a dude named Maurizio A. on Twitter, <laughs> and he he heard that I like the Twice deep cuts, so uh-huh. he sent me a video of like Twice doing a live performance of a deep cut off nice. of some, and it was really great. Yeah. Because I, I think it's hard to sometimes find them doing that. So, Seriously, I look at all the stuff that y'all send me. It's really nice. All right, so for our suggestions, um, we have one from I'm Awesome Letters on iTunes, and I'm Awesome says, Infinite have a really unique style and feel. Sean would like them. (laughs) I do love me some Infinite. So that's what we're doing. I don't know Infinite, I don't think. I like that every time there's a new artist, we get a preview song from Anna. <laughs> oh, yeah. I do every that, time huh? there's something, you're like, is this like a deep cut for you? Do you know them pretty well? I would say.
say so. Yeah, wow. I I like them. I do like them. And fun fact, they were originally created or formed or trained under Epic High. Uh, do you know Epic High? Yes, I do. Under YG. Wow. Yeah, but then they, I think they released them from there. Oh my gosh, save it. All them scandals already. No, it's, it's yeah, I guess it's the higher ups purchasing the little guys and then. <gasps> oh, corporate Korea. I'm so used to saying corporate America. <laughs> uh, if you want to reach us on social medias, on my Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat, it's at Sean Param is me. I read everything you send me and I check it out. People have sent me cool videos of people dancing on Instagram. The Twitter Twitterverse has kept me on top. I lo- I just checked and somebody told me that Card is doing a uh, an AMA. I'm pretty sure on Reddit uh, May second at six p.m. So I'm gonna put it in the Cali and go and watch that Damn. and send a message like AMA. Uh, am I allowed to be in your group? Can I be the hidden card? I'll carry all your bags. <laughs> He's our hidden busboy. <laughs> um, you can also reach me or check out my stuffs on the social media, Instagram, Snapchat, and Twitter at Toma Anna. And also, I wanted to mention now that I almost forgot, but there was a girl who tagged me on Instagram, and she uploaded a picture of Crush. Oh. Crush. Um, and she was listening to a Crush song. And she says, I've been listening to more music by Crush lately. Thanks, Toma Anna, for the earbug. Lol, listen to the FOMO Daily Unbiased Podcast, people. Wow. So I want to shout you out, Ruby D. Flores. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, and I'm going oh, to I like Oh, I know Ruby, right I think. Yeah? Yeah. Let me see. Yeah, I know Ruby. <laughs> Ruby's oh, really you nice guys are, very active. Oh, you, you're yeah. friends with her? Yeah, no, oh, she's cool, somebody cool. from the, well, we're friends now, but we, oh, yeah, she's somebody yeah. from the podcast that oh, comments awesome. a lot on SoundCloud and like reaches out. Awesome. Shout out to Ruby. Yeah, shout out to she's Ruby. She's very nice. Uh, so that's been FOMO Daily's Unbiased. It's been perfect. No flaws. Kenny has to edit nothing. Uh, go home. That is so not true. Buy yourself a big old steak <laughs> or if you're vegetarian, uh, mac and cheese and just veg out, man. You earned it. Man or woman, veg out person. Uh, isn't it cheese? Oh, no, is that vegans? You're ruining the whole thing. Yeah, I am. I am. Live long, prosper. This is FOMO Daily's Unbiased, hosted by Sean Perham and me, Anatoma. Recorded at FOMO Daily in New York City. Produced by Kenny Ferreira. Links to references and corrections are in the show notes. Find this episode and all of our other episodes on FOMODaily.com. Mm-hmm.